The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of hockey. Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and happy birthday shenanigans. Happy birthday shenanigans. Do you realize that we are recording? On Jamie Ben's birthday yes. and Miro Heiskanen's birthday? Yes, yes, I do. Okay, just making sure, because you didn't bring it up yet, and I was like, well, well. Uh, I mean, listen, as much as I love Jamie Ben <laughs> and continue to own only Jamie Ben jerseys, my feelings have really soured on that man a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I... I yeah, it's not the joyous occasion that has been in years past for very obvious reasons. And if I need to enumerate them again for people who haven't listened to previous podcasts. Maybe episodes, you just, yeah, just go listen to last episode because that's really. the last episode, yeah. Literally last I mean, episode. Literally every single other captain in the entire league but one had something to say <laughs> about that, about what's his name's article. Tyler? Um, yeah. And like not... Not Jimmy Ben, and not whoever the other captain was. It was a team I don't give a shit about. So, like, yeah, I'm still yep. so, still so disappointed that Jamie Ben couldn't take even the least amount of effort to say that Black Lives Matter. Like, come on, bud. <sighs> yeah. Well, let's just get right into all the disappointing things. Um, yeah, hockey's back. <laughs> I mean. For, for a definition of back. Yes. So, officially, uh, training camps did start this week. They started on the Monday the 13th because week prior, they finally decided on a full-fledged return-to-play plan um, and new CBA. They tied the vote together in a disgustingly sneaky move. Um basically robbing people of their agency. And, uh, yeah, so... Hockey is being played. That's what I think about it. I just burped. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we do have a couple of listener questions. I figure let's just get it out of the way. Okay. Uh, Jason, not of Damn It Jason fame, asks... Why are there only, like, eight people in this dumb sport who are prioritizing their long-term health over short-term profit? And related, I'm just going to go ahead and ask this one as well, Shani asks, how is this playing sports during a pandemic a good idea? Shani, baby, friend of the podcast, uh, it's not a good idea. Um, I woke up to the trending topic of 80 infants under the age of one in Texas who have now tested positive for COVID where it was previous previously believed that children just didn't get it. So they would be fine going back to school, but that is obviously not the case now that 80 babies have tested positive for COVID. Mm -hmm. So um, it's not a good idea. It is actually a morally reprehensible idea, but this is the capitalist society that we live in. They want to make money. They're not making any money right now, replaying old games. Like this is, this is their product and they need to sell it. So, I mean, these, this is the NHL equivalent 
to those fucking a-holes protesting about wearing masks and wanting to get a haircut. Like, this is the same exact thing, except that they are being enabled by people like Sidney Crosby, who are taking a nobody-gets-to-say-no approach to being a captain in this today's NHL. So, I don't know if you saw that article. I did not, and I am extremely glad I hadn't, because my blood pressure would rise dramatically. Mine did. Mine did, and I'm still angry about it. Um, so, yeah. it, that's, that's just... That's just they, for some reason, there are some among them who either have bought, drunk the Kool-Aid too hard to realize that not doing this thing would be better for their health in the long run, or they believe, for some reason, that even though the entire NHL went down with mumps a couple of seasons ago, they are untouchable when it comes to COVID because they're young and healthy. Yep. And I think, I think that also succinctly answers Jason's question about prioritizing long-term health over short-term profit is the the Sidney Crosby article. Hockey culture, and actually this guy kind of goes a little bit back towards the Black Lives Matter thing, hockey culture is 100% about conformity. 100% about conformity. You know, squeaky wheel doesn't get the grease, squeaky wheel gets replaced. Yep. And so when you have a captain, the most famous fucking guy in the NHL being like... currently. I mean, yeah, currently, at some point, there will be another more famous guy. But I would say, even with McDavid being, you know, McJesus or whatever, Sidney Crosby is still the most famous. I know. I meant of the current players, because nobody's going to top Wayne Gretzky in a very long fair, time. Yeah. <laughs> fair <laughs> That's point. <all> very <laughs> fair point. Uh, but if you, you've got Sidney Crosby saying, well, you got to do what you got. You got to do what everybody wants. But yeah. what everybody wants isn't dictated by the players. What everybody wants is dictated by the league. Hence, my rage that the return to play plan was voted on as part and parcel of the next CBA. Yep. Because literally, literally, they tied short-term profit to longevity in career. You couldn't have and, longevity and, and, and without life. that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they all catch COVID. Right. But, like, the point was more so, like, okay, well, I can't have a career without a CBA, so therefore I guess I have to vote for a return to play. Right. Sure. And that's yeah, just, like, the most ultimate bullshit to me. It is. Absolutely. <sighs> okay. We got that out of the way. We did. Do you want to ask? I'm really appreciating the way that Jason spelled celibate. <laughs> I know. I almost, I almost, I forgot to correct it, but I, I usually do, so I pronounce things it's, correctly. Why don't you, why don't fun. you read our real hockey question so we can talk here's, about real hockey? Here's a, here's a real hockey question. Jason of Dammit Jason Fame asks, considering it does not appear there have been any actual system changes or set place created on a scale of celibate to porn star, how screwed is the star's offense? I don't know which is the good rating and which is the bad. <laughs> I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm assuming celibate is bad because that would mean that we are getting no action. Right. But how screw, screwed is bad and porn stars are screwed more. True. But in. But, but let's assume, let's assume that celibate is bad and porn star is good. Okay. Then I would say. Because you want them emissions. I, I mean, they're, they're pretty close to Unix. Yes. Pretty close. Yes. 
And uh, and now that we've lost offensive star Roman Pope. <laughs> that was that was that was the best wheezy old man laugh I have ever heard. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you. That was a good joke. That was a really good joke. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh yeah, I just mm, I mean, I think they're going to win one of the couple round robin games. I think, what did we say? They're playing three round robin games. And I think they'll win one, lose two, go into, um, assuming we get to that far, I should say, you know, um, go. Well, so here's the other thing. Oh, man. About assuming they'll get that far. I'm sure you saw this, Mary. But Dallas is supposed to go to Edmonton <laughs> for this shit. Yes. And Roger's place flooded literally like yesterday. It did. <laughs> it did. So, who the fuck knows? And, and assuming they get this far, not only that, but I literally just saw, like, right before we logged onto this phone call, um, the Blue Jays have been denied, um, by the Canadian government to restart operations in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And Toronto's the other hub city. So we have one hub city where the main arena has flooded and the roof has kind of collapsed. But Carolyn... Carolyn, I was told by Laura Ingraham that Toronto is in the United States. Are you fucking serious? Did you not see that? I did not see that. <laughs> I, I, okay, so like, I now check my trending tags page on Twitter literally all the time. And the other day, Toronto is in Canada was, was trending. I was like, I've got to see why this is. And I went and looked, and it was the stupidest reason imaginable. It was all about, like, there was some rule or law being passed about wearing a mask in public in uh, Toronto. And Laura Ingraham is like, blah, 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 you think Joe Biden will protect you any better than Trump does? And all this kind of stuff. And I was like, you know, you know that Toronto's in Canada, right? Like... Joe Biden is going to do shit there. And it was like a million people telling her that Toronto was not in the United States. And she still hasn't deleted the tweet. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was amazing. That's... Those ghouls are so, so excited about talking about how horrible the left is. (laughs) They're too fucking stupid to know where Toronto is. Ooh. Oh my god, it made me so happy. It was so funny. Uh, it's very funny. It's very yep. funny. Thank God. You know, let's hold on to those little nuggets. Yeah. <sighs> Honestly, it's the only joy I have anymore. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, even with, like, it being a bad idea all of this return to play stuff. I just don't think they, I still don't think we're through the logistical nightmare of potential return to play. Right? Like they can't have done enough work yet. They picked Toronto without getting clearance from the government. Yeah. I mean, they picked Canadian cities, I guess. Uh I mean, yes, technically 
Hockey players have already been classified as essential workers, but they've still got plenty of Americans coming in. People coming Which in is from so stupid that hockey players somehow got classified as essential workers. Don't disagree, but you've got people literally flying in from the three biggest fucking hotspots in the world. Yeah. Texas, Florida, and Arizona. Right. All of those teams are in the playoffs. Yes. How Okay, so we get all these teams together to play these games. Nobody's wearing face masks. They're all breathing and spitting on each other. Yep. Sneezing, coughing, whatever. And don't forget, the coaches are not required to wear face masks either. Though, apparently... They're, they're yelling on people. And, but apparently Rick Bonus is. Thank God. I, I mean... Wow! I mean, it's not going to do him a lot of good if nobody around him is, but, but wow! I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. the gesture, for sure. Um, I mean, it's... it. Based on research, it's going to mean next to nothing, but I appreciate hit the 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 thought. Mm-hmm. Um, how likely is it, do you think, that we will have a normal return to play in the fall, it, given that literally everyone's now going to come down with COVID, probably? I, I honestly, I have no, I have no clue. I... I don't see it happening. I don't fucking see it happening. MLS is losing teams left and right. Um, who was it? Toronto pulled out. And I mean, the, the people arguing with me, people are arguing with me because, oh, well, it'll be in Canada. It'll be different. I'm like, where the fuck do you think these people are coming from? Yeah. And like, Canada is doing better about COVID, except in... Montreal and Ontario, where people are gathering and they opened up too soon. Yeah. Like, this shit isn't gone in Canada. Nope. It's not gone anywhere. And the whole reason they chose Toronto and uh, Edmonton is because the NHL refused to comply with the test and tracing rules of the British Columbia government. So they want to get around these safety measures. They don't want to make their players safe. British Columbia is, the is I think, I mean, maybe some of the Maritimes are doing all right, too, I'm sure. But British well, Columbia... Well, the Maritimes have no people living on them. Exactly, right? So, like, Vancouver is the biggest city on the West Coast and is very large, you know, pretty comparable in size to uh, Montreal, anyway. And... Uh, Vancouver is the biggest city on the West Coast or the biggest city in Canada on the I'm, West Coast? In Canada, I meant. I was like... I specifically... Yeah, I'm others? talking only about Canada right now. Are um, there other cities on the West Coast in Canada? <laughs> yes, but they are not big. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm not... I don't even know that I could name another city. on. The, I mean, I guess Victoria, but that's on an island, so I don't even know if it counts. Uh, Victoria... Um, is it Kelowna out there? It... Uh, it's out there. I mean, I don't know if it's on the coast coast, but it's certainly in BC. It is in, it is absolutely, it is on a water. There you go. Um, it is on a river. Oh. That is, it is in the middle of BC. Oh, never mind. I don't it know is next to, It's near Kamloops and Vernon. <laughs> All names I know through junior hockey. Um, yes. Anyway, 
My point is more so they have I've done opened a-, a map and I can, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I've opened a map and I can now definitively tell you that Vancouver is literally the only city on the West Coast. Well, it depends on what you define as city, right? Like there are smaller. There are hamlets. <laughs> there are smaller towns. Out there, there are towns that you have to zoom all the way in to <laughs> even get the name of is all I'm saying. If you're zooming out, it is only Vancouver. <laughs> yes. Yes. I know. Vancouver is the big city. Um, Point is, though, they've done a really good job. Yes. They've done a really good job. They're still trending down. I mean, even here in Colorado, which is very different, we've talked about this, we're trending the fuck up. And that's with mask orders in Denver, with mask orders in Boulder. You know, it's and it's not just these anti-mask people. It's people going to bars. Do you have bars that are open? Yeah. Well, that's... That's your first problem. I'm fucking aware. I haven't gone to a bar. <laughs> I, I honestly, I was thinking about it the other day. I have not been into, okay, I had to go to CVS because I needed more hair gel and my hair gel is only sold at CVS. I can't even buy it on the internet. It is only sold at CVS. That's hilarious. I know. Uh, so I've gone inside a CVS and that is the only store that I have been into since March 15th. I have been. I have not been into anybody else's house since March fifteenth. I have not been to any other establishments since March fifteenth. Literally, the only people I've seen in person since March fifteenth, me myself and my brother and his family. Yeah, I mean, I have. I've only gone into one of like I mean, grocery store, obviously, but no, I haven't even done that. See, I I kind of have to. Like our pickup is pretty shit. I mean. The H-E- obviously, H-E-B is incomparable when yes, it comes to... Yes, it's the absolute best. Yes. So I, thankfully, have been able to do that. It is more expensive because you're paying a premium. You're not able to shop sales. I mean, they have some coupons online, but you're really not able to shop sales. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, look, this this thing is on is on special today, so I will get that instead of the other thing that I was thinking I would get, and I'll adjust, you know? So you're not... You're, you're definitely paying more than you normally would for groceries, but... I mean, I pay, I've noticed an actual, like, a straight increase in prices, too. There's a lot of stuff that is a lot more expensive than it used to be. Well, um, that's probably a supply chain problem. I'm assuming it is. Um, but, yeah, like. Since we all know that price gouging on foodstuffs during an apocalypse is illegal. <laughs> anyway, I forget where we were going with all of that. The stars have no offense. Isn't, isn't that isn't that kind of how we how we do anyway? Uh, but you were talking about um, Edmonton and Toronto, and I interrupted you when you were going into Toronto, and that's where that whole oh well, all that, I was saying that is that BC started. has been doing a really good job, and the NHL didn't go to BC because they didn't want to comply with the good job rules. Yeah, right. The rules we and know fucking worked. Have worked everywhere they have been implemented, and yet nobody wants to do it. And yet nobody wants so. to do it. And, like, they've even talked about uh, the NHLers getting on, basically getting to go on fucking field trips. Like, golfing. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. It's all so dumb. It's very bad. Anyway, we have one last question about actual hockey. I think it was your turn to ask. Andrew, too cool for Cali, LA, asks, how many dozen people are going to watch a 3 p.m. Thursday game? Well, I will not be. I've got to work. And also it's, isn't that one of the exhibition games? So I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's an exhibition game. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Well, because I would say about 30% more than normally would because of the 
unemployment rate of the United States. That that is true. I am not unemployed, and also I don't care about games that don't matter. I mean, honestly, honestly, if I weren't writing, if I didn't do this for a little bit of pay, uh, in the in the you know from defending Big D, I probably would not be watching these. I don't think I'm going to. At all. Um, I honestly I, don't think I can. I it makes me feel sick to my stomach. Yeah, same. Absolutely the same. I'm very upset about this. Not lying. Uh, but there's another thing that's happening right now is that they have decided to just go ahead and announce the awards finalists for 2020, um, despite playoffs not having been played yet. Um, because like, when the fuck else are we going to do it? And not all of the finalists have been announced, but we can talk a little bit about what has been. Let's start with the Calder, just because we can blow through these real quick. So the Calder Trophy for Best Rookie, uh, Quinn Hughes from the Canucks, Kale McCarr from the Avalanche, and a real person named Dominic Kubalik from the Blackhawks. I actually thought this one was really interesting because it's almost guaranteed that Dominic Kubelik would not be on this ballot if we weren't doing the expanded playoffs. Because the Blackhawks wouldn't have made the real playoffs. And you know how writers are about that. No, I mean... Not that I know who he is or what he's done. I don't know anything about him. But the, I, from my experience in the NHL, the Calder is the one that matters the least on getting to the playoffs. Seeing as Ryan Nugent Hopkins was up for it his year, and they definitely did not make it. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why I hate Gabe. One well, one of the reasons I hate Gabriel Landeskog. I mean, you're probably right. It does probably matter less, but also, but I bet you he wouldn't have been on the ballots had the Blackhawks not been. I bet he wouldn't have gotten Honestly, enough there. I can tell you so little about any of these people. In fact, I have never heard of Quinn Hughes before in my life. And I, have, <laughs> I have written recaps for Vancouver games and still couldn't tell you that, what Quinn Hughes does. So um, I, I, have, I, have, I have zero opinions, and I'm, I'm choosing Dominic Kubelik simply because of his name. Perfect name. Kale McCarr is also a good one. It is a really good think name. think of a salad. Like, Kale McCarr is a salad that you would order at some sort of, like, frou-frou... Oh, yeah. It'd be a really yeah, good one. like, boutique salad shop. Yes. The sweetest of greens. Yes. That's the name of the salad shop. <laughs> Vezina Trophy. This is the one that's going to make Marin mad. Uh, Connor. I'm a, I've been mad about it for forever. Connor Can Hall. I read it? Let me read it. Okay. Let me read it. Okay, read it. Read it. The Vezina Trophy for best goaltender. The finalists are Connor Hellebick from the fucking Jets. We hate him. Tuka Ross from the Bruins. I mean, we're fine with Tuka Ross. When he gets mad, it's funny. Um, Andre Vasilevsky from the Lightning. And fuck that guy, too. <laughs> uh, our opinion on this is that these are the wrong three finalists. Um, it should be it should be Ben Bishop, Kadiobin, and then just, like, blank. <laughs> yeah, and then just blank and duke it out between the Stars goaltenders. I mean, what other NHL team had both of their goaltenders on the top ten? None. No. No other. That's it. It's just us. Mm-hmm. And by us, I mean the Dallas Stars. I know they hate it when we use the Royal Wii. Whatever. 
They're not listening to this podcast. They definitely don't listen to this podcast. If they did listen to this podcast, I would not be writing for Defending McGee. I would have been fired. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Jack Adams, which is coach of the year, a.k.a. who has the best goaltender, um, is Bruce Cassidy from the Bruins. Okay. Uh, John Tortorella. And I feel bad because this writer put him down as the Blues. Um, but it is the Blue Jackets. And uh, Oh, Wow. <laughs> And Elaine Vigneault from the Flyers. Oh, my God, Jordan Greer, what are you doing with your life? (laughs) I didn't even look at the list. Oh, that's so hilarious. Okay, so. We think it's going to be Bruce Cassidy, right? Like, I actually think that's probably a good pick. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, the Bruins actually played really well, not just their goaltender, even though he's up there. Mm-hmm. Like, eh, yeah, that's probably fair. It feels like kind of an easy answer because it's the fucking Bruins and they win a lot, but, like, nah, that's a good one. All right, the Ted Lindsay Award. MVP as voted by players. This is an interesting list. Leon Dreisaitl from the Oilers. Nathan McKinnon from the Avalanche and Artemi Panarin from the, who is now on the Rangers. When did that happen? I think it was this year or last year. I can't who remember. Who knows anymore? COVID. Like what? The, what's when, a year? When did, when did this year start? Two hundred <laughs> BC. So yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I, don't know that. I kind of feel like it's gonna be Drysidle, but I. Frankly, I would prefer it to be McKinnon. You know why I would prefer it to be McKinnon? <laughs> Drysdale's dry numbers are only where they are because of Connor McDavid. Like, I mean, they would be good without him, but the they, they, he's not. I'm not saying he's a bad player. Yeah, like, he's absolutely inflated by playing a hundred percent. One, I'm not. 100%. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason that he went as high as he did in his draft. I get that, but like, was he first? Was he a first? I don't think he was a first, but I think he was high. I just, I just remember feeling so sad for him. <laughs> I just remember being pissed that his skin was so good at 18. Oh, well, the, you know, it's that German living. I don't know if you saw pictures of him after he came to Canada, but his skin got a lot worse. <laughs> it is, it is that clean, it's that clean German living that had him, that had him so. Third. So he went third. Oh, I knew he went, I knew he went top three. I just couldn't remember what number yeah. he went. Yeah. Third. Uh, Yeah. Okay, and then we're going to skip down to Lady Bing, which I will... This one had some controversy. Um, the answer, or the finalists are Nathan McKinnon, Ryan O'Reilly, and Austin Matthews. What? Because it's for on-ice play, Marin. I really fucking hate the... I, I hate... Hate, hate this fucking blind idea that the person who plays hockey is different than the person who lives in the world. I do too. But I also kind of hate the Lady Bing. I mean, I actually saw several writers calling for it to be voted on by the officials. And I thought that was a really good idea. And if they changed it to be a recognition from the officials to the players who make their jobs easier... That yes. I could get behind a whole lot. Absolutely. I could, too. I could absolutely get behind that. Um, I could absolutely get behind that. But the 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 way it is now, like, it's 
it's bullshit. It's a circle jerk. It is. It absolutely is. It's just like so many things in the NHL. <laughs> that is terrible. And then there's one final award that we are actually have a Stars player involved in. Would you like to read it? Yes. This is the Bill Masterton Memorial Trophy for dedication to hockey, which in the uh, intervening years has come to be who had the worst tragedy <laughs> at some point and came back to the game. <laughs> I mean, is it not? No, it is. It is. So, I'm not trying to make light of anything that these people have suffered, but that is not what this award is supposed to be about, but that's fine. So Stephen Johns from the Stars, obviously, uh, the, with his whole concussion thing. Oscar Lindblom from the Flyers, um, who has just recently recovered from cancer. Uh, and uh, I watched his little video where he rang the bell because he's in remission now and he finished his last... Uh, cancer treatment uh and i cried watching it because he was crying and so did everybody else uh and then bobby ryan from the senators back now at the senators and i have no fucking clue what's going on with bobby ryan i missed that entirely i don't either but i'm pretty sure it was just another in a long line of injuries interesting um and oh wait we have a question about this what's this no this is his I, this might be about his alcohol addiction. Oh, because he went into yes, he did. player assistance program in November of 2019. Yes, I think you're right. I think you're well. That's probably what this is about. You know what? Good on Bobby Ryan for getting rehab. We're all about I mean, that. There are some other things that Bobby Ryan has done in the past that have made me not like him, but yep. this is not one of them. This is, you know what? A stepping stone. Maybe it's a stepping stone. Uh, it's, it's a it's a it's a toe in the right direction. Yes. Let's we're, get you to stop saying racist shit on Twitter and then we'll be good. Yep. Or just everywhere. Let's stop saying racist shit mean, everywhere. Have, yeah. I'm sorry. That made it sound like he should just not get caught. What I mean was, <laughs> let's have you stop being a racist who says racist shit on Twitter as well. So, yes. Yes. Uh, Shani, best Shani in all the land asks, what are John's chances of getting the Masterton? Who votes on it? Um, it's the PWHA. And honestly, I I also, I think this is another one where it shouldn't be like a full-on award. Like, because it has become such a, like a, who, it feels like we're comparing tragedies. And I don't. Yeah, because it's like, okay, who who had the worst tragedy here? Who, you know, who who took the longest off? Who Whose fight coming back has been the hardest? Like, you can't put, putting putting a score on that is just bullshit. Yes. So I I don't I don't like the way I don't like the way that this award has morphed over the years. Me neither. Um, and like me saying, oh, I think Johns is a shoe in. A, I don't think he's a shoe in because who thinks that? But like, who would want to be a shoe in for that kind of award? Right. That it's it's uh, a little rough. So I feel like I think uh, Sean Shapiro said kind of said it really well the other day it was like I he was like we sat down to kind of celebrate these stories and I was like that's a good way let's you know let's share this human interest stuff because it is important well and it's honestly like for me coming into the game when I did in the way that I did like this kind of human interest story was the thing that brought really brought me into hockey in general sure and like from a from a from that perspective I think 
I mean, Stephen Johns and Oscar Lindbaum obviously have had a lot of shit happen, but that was stuff that happened to them. Mm-hmm. And so the personal growth story of, with Bobby Ryan, for me, is the most interesting of the three of them from that perspective, because this is somebody who, you know, saw himself going down a dark path and said, and, and took the, you know, took the reins himself and said, I'm not going to have this happen to me. I'm going to get help. I'm going to identify this and I'm going to let people know about it so that I can get support and like explain to people what's going on. And so from that perspective, Bobby Ryan, I, I think is the most, most interesting human interest story. But, like, again, that's comparing all these fucking tragedies, and that doesn't make what Oscar Limbaum or Stephen Johns went through, like, less important, just because it happened to them and wasn't some- wasn't something they chose. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's kind of a gross award. That's all I'm going to say about it. I don't know who's going to win. I don't really want to put a percentage on it, because it just makes me feel dirty. Yes. So, that's where I am on that. I feel like we should also get into some nitty gritty things that might make you scream a little bit. Oh, God. Marin, why don't you tell us what you've been up to in quarantine? Oh, is this where I... Okay, so (laughs) on quarantine, I've obviously been working from home and also just uh, in the last two weeks started working uh, between eight and 12 hours of overtime. Um, doing a project I don't really want to talk about because, uh, you know, personally identifying information and all that, but, um, I, it's all, uh, application processing and, you know, making sure that people fill something out correctly. So it really only requires about a quarter of my brain, which means that for the past two weeks, I have been going through all of the MCU (laughs) and I have watched every single film, uh, in the entire thing, um, over the last uh two weeks wow just finished infinity war yesterday so how many movies is that um i don't know let's go look so that is uh keep in mind that like if you're watching them back to back you can watch like three in a day uh so that's one two three four five six in the first uh phase seven eight nine ten eleven twelve after phase two 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, I forgot to watch Far From Home. So 23. I, I went and watched Wonder Woman instead of Far From Home. Oh, okay. But I also, like, after Endgame, I hate it so much that I just needed to go <laughs> to <laughs> right. Well, so that's 23 movies. So why yes. don't you just give us your top 10 instead of... And then, then you can... my top five and my bottom five? Yeah, I love it. Do it. Okay. So I'm going to start with the bottom five, because let's start on a low note and then on a high one. Uh, my first among my bottom five would have to be Avengers Endgame. Is it like uh, the, the worst or is that like the five? I, I'm not really ranking them okay. within the top, like the top and bottom, unless you really, really want No, them. I'm we're good. We're good. I'm just okay. curious. So Avengers Endgame had so many plot holes. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, it had. Uh, I hated it. I, hate, I also hated Endgame. I'm just going to yeah. throw that one out there. Yes. Honestly, I almost, I can't, uh, I have to, I feel like I have to also pull Infinity War in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so it's valid I, to consider okay. them two, like the same movie. Okay. Because they're basically, it's basically one movie split over two films. Kind right. of like, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So I'm going to say Infinity War and Endgame down there in the bottom five. Uh, 
Uh, and the reason for that is that, first of all, you right before this movie, you had Black Panther. But right before Black Panther, you had Thor Ragnarok, which I'm going to give you a spoiler now is like in my top five. It might even be top amongst my top five with Black Panther right after it. Um, but Thor Ragnarok was so good. It had so much character growth for Thor. And it had such an interesting storyline and, like, such fun characters and, like, really played with all of these different things without making them something that they weren't, but also telling a different kind of story than had been told throughout the rest of these movies. And it had the this character growth for Thor that went from, like, <laughs> this guy that's so dependent on his hammer and, like, you know, all of his power comes from that and blah, 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 whatever, um, kind of rebelling against uh, what was what the expectations of his life were in the sense that... He didn't want to become king at the, by the end of that film. He wanted, or by the beginning of that film anyway. He wanted to do something else. It was like, blah, blah, blah. So then, like, he loses the hammer. Within the first, like, 20 minutes of the film, loses the hammer entirely. And so then he has to go through this whole journey of discovery and figuring out what where his power really is and what it means to him and uh, all this kind of stuff. And he gets to the end where he's finally, like, discovered all of this about himself and, like, come to all these realizations and really accepted who he is as a god and all this kind of stuff and loses his eye, which is very much, you know, like am I turning into my father or not? But realizing like, this is the true seat of my power. And this is what my father had been trying to tell me all along. And all of that. <laughs> and then it's erased literally in the first, like five minutes. He's on film in the, in, in uh, infinity war. Yep. I, I need to go to the, get this hammer, this God killing the hammer. And then I also need to go, get this eye put in my eye which honestly when I was watching the film I wasn't that sad about because his eye socket was gross but like it's still erasing all of this character growth 100% and so it was just like are you joking like Taika Waititi could not have wrapped up a better character for Infinity War and instead Thor literally spends the entire movie like his entire plotline in that movie is making a hammer Mm-hmm. making a hammer that in the first movie he said he didn't need. And then you get into Endgame and he's like sad and fat and like there's all these fat jokes which are not funny by the way. The only good part about that whole fat storyline for Thor is that like at the end when he was doing his like fairy princess makeover on the on the field of battle, he didn't turn skinny again. Yep. And I found out that that was something that that Chris Hemsworth himself fought for. Which makes me think more of him, even though he did, a like, I'm not saying that he had a choice whether or not he had to participate in that whole Fat Four thing, but, like, the idea that he fought for remaining fat and not making it, like, part of this thing that he could magically get rid of, I appreciated that. But then, like, go, like in time traveling, going and getting his other hammer, and, like, Part of that I do understand was like wanting to know if he was still worthy and trying to understand that. But the fact that he then took it with him was kind of like, but for why? Like, oh, I just got so angry. We have to so move on because the there's. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, you have you have five, you have ten more movies to rank, basically. I do not. Nine. Seven nine more movies, more movies to rank. Okay, so Avengers: Endgame and Infinity War at the bottom. We are also throwing um, Iron... No. Was it Iron Man 2? The one with yeah, the... Iron Man 2 yeah, the bad Iron one. Man 2. The Very worst. terrible villain. Such such a bad story. <laughs> We're also throwing Captain America, the first Avenger. I love... I love him. I love him. But that was a very boring film. It was a bad movie, yeah. It was a very... You the, can't take this... 
The you only- can't take this guy that it's going to be predictable the whole way through and make him the hero of a movie <laughs> where nothing challenges him. That was so bad. The only good thing about that movie is that I went to see it on a date and the fact that the movie started is the only thing that stopped this guy from trying to make out with me and he was such a bad kisser. I'm very happy that that, um, <laughs> that, that, that happened for you. Uh, Age of Ultron. Terrible. Oh, terrible. Absolutely terrible film. Uh, but it did have delightful moments, but it was a terrible film. Yeah, it couldn't save it. And I need a fifth. Uh, the first Avengers. I like the first Avengers. You know what? I don't like the first Avengers. I like it. I mean, it's not a perfect movie, but I like it. Well, we could possibly throw the Incredible Hulk down there instead. Um, I haven't seen that. Not that the one Mark is, Again, one. it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's boring. Mm. Um, and I don't, I, I don't particularly care. And I honestly, of all of these, it's the one I've watched the least. So I could go back and forth between those, uh, between the first Avengers. And it's not that I hate the first Avengers. It's that I like all the rest of these more than I like the first Avengers. Yeah, totally. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So top, obviously, I just said Thor, Ragnarok, and Panther, mm-hmm. Black Panther. Um, I'm also going to throw Captain America Civil War up there because I... Civil do- War? Yes, I know. People say that every time I say Civil War instead of Winter Soldier. And I will tell you, I get Winter Soldier and Civil War confused all of the time. And so much so in that when I was first watching this, I was like, but wait, where's that part? And then I realized I was thinking of the other movie. <laughs> I do like Civil War better than I like Black Panther. Oh, sorry. What am I saying? Uh, Winter Soldier. I, I strongly disagree on that one. That's fine. This is my ranking. That's not true. Yours. That's true. <laughs> So, yes, I am throwing Civil War up there. Oh, shit, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange might be down there. I was going to ask. I haven't actually seen Doctor Strange because it just didn't look interesting to me. And I don't like Benedict Cumberbatch. Honestly, it's not that it's... It's more that it's just a really racist film. (laughs) Yeah, that would also be You know, it's not necessarily that it's a poorly made film. It's not necessarily that Benedict Cumberbatch is bad in it. It's just like, you just watch it and as a white person you're like... I don't think this is right. So, yeah, that one. Let's let's shove that one down um, amongst the uh, the bad, the bad, the bad ones. Um, then uh, Spider Man Far From Home mm-hmm. is up there, and Captain Marvel. Nice, nice. So. I don't really want to rank them in their individuals, and that's going to take too long anyway. And yep. I spent way too long talking about Endgame and Infinity War. I'm you did. <laughs> I spent so long. <laughs> Listen, that's I, okay. You have a lot of feelings. I watched last. I had a lot of feelings about it. Uh, I have, in my spare time, tra- been trying to get back onto my Duolingo train, back onto learning Korean, which is super hard for me, um, just because the vowel sounds. The way the vowel sounds work is that a lot of their words tend to end with, like, a lot of their syllables tend to be vowel-ending syllables. So you run from vowel to consonant, vowel to consonant, vowel, vowel, vowel. Like, like there's so many vowels, like, in a word. Um, Almost every word has at least, like, two. And um, vowel sounds, not just, like, the letters, right? Mm-hmm. And so... One of the best things I've always felt when trying to learn a new language is to watch TV or a movie or whatever in that language so you can hear it. 
Um, Let me tell you how many Scottish Gaelic. Right? <laughs> you're, you're probably at a little bit, little bit lost there. But fortunately for me, there's a shit ton of K-dramas on uh, Netflix. So yes, I randomly just picked one. Like just straight up was like, ah, oh, this looks kind of cute. And Marin, it was so good. I was yelling at her in the DMs when I was watching. It was uh, for so the entire good. DM. Yes, it was. It, um, it was basically like the most delightful romance novel I could have possibly seen. Um, it's a rom-com, so like very light on the angst. It's called Romance is a Bonus Book. You should absolutely watch it if you like romance novels. Um, the idea is that there's this uh, woman named Dani who is coming back into the workforce after getting divorced, and she was a housewife for seven years. So she was a pretty up, she was an up-and-comer, had worked for a couple advertising agencies, like had a really good resume, but then was out of the workforce for seven years while raising her daughter. And um, she's basically divorced and penniless and homeless and ends up um, meeting up with her childhood best friend. And he's basically like, why the fuck didn't you tell me any of this was going on? You're going to live with me now for a little while while you get back on your feet. And she ends up pretending like she never graduated from college because she was getting rejected from all of those jobs that require a degree and experience because she was out of the workforce for too long. And so she starts, she applies to this one job where you basically just need to be a person who can fill a seat and do menial tasks and gets that job. And it happens to be at the best friend company, publishing company. And it's just a very, very, very sweet story. And all of the characters are really good. Like even the like romantic foils are treated with sympathy and like never villainized for being interested in the main characters. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like happens so often in romance novels and like even the character that is like set up as the villain is actually takes an incredibly sympathetic turn and it's perfect it's about like if you are a woman in your late 30s who likes romance and wants to see another woman in her late 30s be successful <laughs> you should watch it and also fun fact i found while looking up these uh, the actors uh, the woman who plays the main character, Donnie, is actually literally 10 years older than the male lead. And I thought that was nice. great. <laughs> Romance is a bonus book. Please watch it and yell at me about it. Well, why don't you sing us into happy things then? <laughs> All right. I'm trying to remember the days of the week. Sunday, Monday, happy things. Tuesday, Wednesday, happy things. Thursday, Friday, happy things. Saturday. Happy things. I can't remember how the song is. <laughs> Coming all week to you. There it is. There it is. Brought it back. Uh, my happy thing is super easy, uh, so I'll just go with it. I bought a new computer for my birthday present. Yay! And I am recording on it for the first time ever, which is really fun. And I'm sure it will make editing a whole lot faster as well, because it is nice and shiny and new. And I'm very excited about it, and I love it a lot. Nice. Very happy for you. My happy thing is, uh, I don't think we've recorded a podcast since uh, Hamilton came onto Disney Plus. We have not. So Hamilton being on Disney Plus and somewhere I can watch it all the fucking time is my happy thing. (laughs) We love Hamilton. So the other night I was, so I can hear everything that my neighbors upstairs do, and uh, I was, I literally could hear a song playing, and I was 
so angry because I could literally sing along with the song and could not remember where it was from. <laughs> it was burn. It was burn. Oh my gosh, seriously. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I was like, Carolyn, you're it's bedtime. It is now bedtime. You are going to bed. <laughs> also, maybe you need to listen to Hamilton a little bit more. No, I knew all the words. <laughs> but you couldn't remember where it was from. I couldn't remember where it was it was late, okay? It was late. That's really funny. I love it. All right. We got a lot of reader questions. Yes, we did, which is this. I, I, we say this a lot, but I think this is actually going to be the longest podcast ever. Well, you know, we took off a month, so hey. We did. Yeah, that's true. Uh, who's going first? You can go first. RJC Sport asks, do you... <laughs> agent who would you want petrangelo hall dot 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 i don't know who the free agents are this year do you i'm sorry first of all (laughs) do you think tyler Tyler punching bag Sagan. <laughs> no, we don't think he is perfect. I mean, I I don't think he's a I don't think he's perfect in any aspect of his life. I I appreciate him as a player. I appreciate him as a dog owner. I laugh at him as a person, but no, he's. I think he has done a marvelous job of personal growth over the years. Yes. Yes. Um, and that's what we should really all be aiming for. Let's all celebrate personal growth. <laughs> I mean, let's celebrate personal growth twenty twenty. Uh, it's the only thing we can do this year. So. <laughs> that is actually really true. I know! That's why I said it! <laughs> <laughs> oh my, oh my fucking god. You know who's on the UFA list this year? Martin Hansel? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. Oh god. So I'm looking at this list. There's like no fucking actual offensive weapons. Taylor Hall is not. Uh... Taylor Hall is the only one. I was about to say, come on, bud. No, I know, but like, <sighs> he's gonna make. I mean, if we could spend on him, sure. But like, also, he's 28. Yeah, and... I know. It would. Yeah. God, that is so weird to think of. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Tyler Toffoli is on here though. I think it's Toffoli. Toffoli, Toffoli, whatever. Ty Toff. Oh, Tyson Berry, Jamie's BFF from Victoria. That's true, but we don't need any more defensemen. No, we do not. Um, um, it's a bunch of goalies. Jeez. I know. It's Cody Egan. <laughs> There's literally like. Yeah. Well, this is not a great list for us. Like, no, there's a not. lot of these guys I could see going places for sure. Uh-huh. But Dallas does not need a Alex Petrangelo. What about an Alex Galchenyuk? Maybe, but he's just been kind of disappointing. 
True. But is and, that, like, where he's been playing? No, or he's been moved, like, he had a pretty good shot in, like, um, I forget where he was, actually. He was in Minnesota, and then he was in, no, sorry, he was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh, and then he got moved, I oh, think, to yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, but I don't remember really exactly what happened. Um, yeah, he only put up 17 points in 45 games with the Penguins, and I have a lot of respect for the Penguins' coaching staff. I mean, they made Jamie Alexiak a good player. Yeah. So, eh, I'm kind of eh on him. Um, I mean, Taylor Hall is the obvious, the only obvious choice. Could we afford to fit Taylor Hall into our cap space? Oh, absolutely not. I think he was... I think the question is is cap agnostic, but oh, if we could, okay, if we got could, it. I wouldn't mind having Taylor Hall on our on our roster. No, as she says with the all of the casualness in the world, <laughs> this top this top draft pick. <laughs> I mean, he's getting old at, at twenty eight for yep. the hockey years, but I mean, certainly wouldn't be bad. Uh, there are worse people to have on your team. Like Cody Eakin. Like Cody Eakin. Shani asks, have y'all been stress buying anything during these uncertain times, TM? Um, do you remember when I went to the grocery store on March 14th or 13th? That was 13th. March 13th. And I bought a five pound bag of blueberries. We do. We named an episode after that. We did. I have bought that same bag of blueberries every two weeks for the entirety <laughs> of this quarantine. It is vital to me that I not run out of blueberries. <laughs> Ever. It, that I mean, we all have our own coping mechanisms and yours. Listen, my coping mechanism, especially for my uh, intestinal health, is drinking a smoothie literally every single day. So literally every single day for this quarantine, I have drunk a smoothie. Consisting mostly of blueberries and spinach. I, I've i actually been really good about not stress retailing, retail therapying, um, which is good because I am now unemployed. Um, but I will say I've been certainly like kind of the same way, like stocking up on stuff that I wouldn't mm-hmm. like be when I could go to the grocery store every other day. Like I would just walk to the grocery store, get three things and walk home. Um, and I can't do that now. So now I'm like, oh, got to make sure I have toilet paper. I'm down to, and I can only buy certain little amounts because I live in a teeny little place. But like, um, I have extra shampoo and extra conditioner in my closet, which I never would have before. Um, yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm much better about keeping stocked on things than I used yeah. to be. Yeah. And well, I'm also much better aware of, like, what's in my condo than I ever have been because I never leave it. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would stop at the grocery store on my way home previously and would be like, do I need this? I don't remember. I'll grab it anyway. And then I would accidentally have two of a thing. And then they'd both expire before I could use them. I wish I could say that, except that I forgot to buy coffee filters yesterday uh, or two days see, ago. And I am now using napkins. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> it's not I mean, needs needs must. Do whatever you need to. Uh, I don't have napkins, so that wouldn't even be an option for me. I would have to do it with paper towels. But either way, uh, I purchased, 
I, I, I'm using my coffee maker more than I ever have in my entire life. I bought a coffee maker in the uh, with the idea that like, oh, you don't need to go to Starbucks or stop for coffee every day. You can just bring it from home, mm-hmm. and that would be so much better. Except that like, I literally never did that. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> now I'm drinking coffee at home every day. Yes. Uh, you know, it's just one of the, like my life has changed so much, so much in every single aspect since since quarantine started mm-hmm. and uh, for me at least has continued like I know other people are not quarantining anymore but like I am yeah <laughs> so uh I mean because my office is not even allowing people back in the office yet so yeah yeah um no I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep an extremely low profile just because I have you know my mom had immune issues in the past and yeah. currently going through some health problems and, you know, minor under control stuff, but I don't want to make it bad. Sure. <laughs> and uh, I have a good friend who's immunocompromised that I do try to hang out with every once in a while. So just trying to keep that circle tight. I will say the one thing I have been stress buying during these uncertain times is uh, even though I have all these groceries at home, I still do favor or, or food delivery way too fucking often. Oh, yeah, for sure. It will be one of those things where I'm like, it's, you know, the end of my day. I've been working my normal hours and then also some overtime. And then I've got like a Zoom call later and I'll be like, you know what? Fuck it. Mm -hmm. We're having somebody bring me a burger. Screw this. Oh, no. Mine is more of a, I'm too sad to move. (laughs) So I'm just going to order. I don't have time right now to be sad. Oh, man. That's good. That's good. It honestly, honestly, I do not know what I would do if I were somebody who couldn't or couldn't work during this time. If my job could not be remote, but we also weren't allowed in the office or like if I had gotten laid off and I'm not, you know, pointing fingers at you or anything like you obviously had no control over your own fate, but like, (laughs) I don't know what I would do. So I am super impressed by anybody else living that life because I would be literally on the floor. I live alone. I don't have any, you know, like I might, I honestly might have moved in with my older brother by this point, just to be like, I need people around me. I need, I need to do something with my day. Yeah. I mean, and and the reason I'm keeping my circle tight is because I do go over to my mom's like once a week minimum and just spend the whole day. Yeah. That's why I'm keeping mine tight as well, because my brother and my sister-in-law are both immunocompromised. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, I mean, we've talked about this before, but yeah, that's why I'm keeping my circle tight. Like that's why I haven't been to a store except for CVS. Yeah. In four months. So. Mask on. Mask on. Oh, I bought a new Dallas Jerry's mask. That's another happy thing. I posted nice. a picture of my I posted a picture of myself because I did not even think about this, but I was wearing both a Star shirt and a Dallas Stars mask. And that was one of the days I went into CVS and I was just like, wow, I'm just a walking parody of myself. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Why don't you ask the next one? Okay. Megs asks, not really a question, but remember those phone soap things on Amazon? I laughed when y'all talked about it and thought, how silly. Then my mom bought me one. <laughs> I love this update. I just needed, we needed to read this. Yep. It's, that's amazing. That's I will amazing. say, I did see a shit ton of hand sanitizer at the store the other day, and I was like, I don't, I don't do that. I just wash my hands. I'm not a, not a hand sanitizer person. I am a hand sanitizer person because I have really dry hands, and, uh, so the hand sanitizer does not dry them out as much as soap and water does. Mm. So I, uh, at work especially, I am a hand sanitizer person. All right. Holly asks, 
please assign stars players to their corresponding character in Ragnarok. Okay. Jamie Alexiak is the Hulk. That would make sense. I think Tyler Sagan is Loki. I would like some elaboration, please. He's just a little, like, a little shit kind of guy. He is a little bit of a little shit, yes. So, I think that uh, Alexander Radulov is the Grandmaster. <laughs> I love it. Right? I love it. I fucking love right? it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm almost honor bound to make Jamie Ben Thor. I feel like he hasn't had the character growth. I feel like it's Thor at the beginning. It's Thor at the beginning. Yeah, he needs the character growth for sure. He hasn't lost his eye yet. Hasn't lost his eye yet. Hasn't lost his eye yet. I feel like Roman Polak, last of his name, former NHL player, could be Valkyrie. I like that a lot. I had the most hilarious idea for Corey Perry. Uh, We are making Corey Perry Scourge. The Carl Urban character. (laughs) Who took over for Heimdall. And then very quickly flipped for Hela. Then flipped again at the end of the film. And then died. I love it. Thank you. That's very good. Um... I do not. I do not think that Hella exists on our roster, though. No, I, think I that wouldn't. That's a, I think that's a Hella is Gary Bettman. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, yes, yes, that's true. All right. So then, Aaron asks, "Who in the NHL is worthy of the hammer?" Oh gosh, do we have a person who is worthy of the hammer? Oh, Patrice Bergeron. <gasps> How could I forget St. Patrice? St. Patrice is worthy of the hammer. Boom. Also made a pretty sizable donation, if I remember correctly, to uh, racial justice organizations in Boston. Yes. So I feel like that's a really good one there. Is is P.K. Subban worthy of the hammer? Hmm. I don't know if P.K. Subban would want the hammer. I don't think he would either. He feels like... Think? Maybe. He feels like Captain America in the Avengers Age of Ultron, where he kind of, like, budges the hammer. I don't know if he would... Okay, I would not give him Captain America either, but I feel like he's in the hero pantheon, but... Well, no, I'm not saying he is oh, Captain okay, America. Oh, okay, okay. I'm saying he would do the thing that Captain America did in Age of Ultron, where he kind of, like, he pretended to move it. Like, uh-huh. no, no, no. He pretended he couldn't move it. Right. Because, like, that was absolutely what Captain America was doing in Age of Ultron. He realized he could pick it up, but he didn't. Yes, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, okay, so your turn. Uh, Linnea asks, what hockey positions would the MCU heroes and villains play? Who's the goalie? Who's the annoying commentator? Loki is absolutely the annoying commentator. Absolutely. I was, I was literally going to say that myself. There's no question. Zero. Uh, zero. Thor is playing uh, defense. Clearly. Black Widow and Hawkeye are wings on the same line. That makes sense. And I think um, Hulk is obviously in net. Both Bruce Banner and the Hulk would be in net. Yes, absolutely. One would, it's like, you know, uh, so Jonathan Quick when he gets. Tuka, Tuka Rask when he loses his temper. I was literally going there. 
<laughs> Any goalie, when they lose their temper and start breaking their stick on their goalpost, is the Hulk. <laughs> yes. Uh, Spider-Man, also a winger. That makes sense to me. Captain America's I, a center. Captain America's a center. I think Doctor Strange is also a center. That would also make sense. Um, I think Ant-Man is a sneaky, sly uh, defenseman. Oh, yeah. Offensive defenseman Ant-Man. Yep. <laughs> I think Captain Marvel, I think she is also a center. She's clearly a center. She takes face-offs. She's got big center energy. She has big center energy. energy. <laughs> Who's, okay, hang on. Who's in the booth with Loki? Oh, you know who would be really funny in the booth with Loki? Darcy. That's not who I was going with. That would be funny, indeed. But I was actually thinking Drax. <laughs> Loki on play-by-play play and Drax on color. Yes, <laughs> precisely. It would not fly above my head. I would catch it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It would great. be so fucking funny. Uh, I would put Groot as a defenseman. I would also probably put Gamora as a defenseman, too. I could see that. I could see that. Chris Pratt is absolutely uh, a um, uh, a linesman. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be the you can't do that. He'd be the you can't do that. Yep. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I think uh, that's good. That's a good amount. I feel like that's really good. Yep. Okay, so Sabrina asks, could you shout out five good causes people can donate to right now? And you have come up with three, and I came up with two. Well, I came up with... So, I thought this would be a fun way to close the show, because the beginning of the show we knew was going to be kind of depressing. And uh, we also learned yesterday that... Um, unfortunately, uh, Rep. John Lewis passed away at the age of 80s, big, very important figure in the civil rights movement and general American politics as, as a rule. And, um, I saw an excellent quote on fucking Instagram, obviously, because that's of where course. quotes go these days, but it was from him and it was hope is a practiced thing. Yes. And I have been very depressed. And so I like thinking that we'll close the show with something that we can do good, put good in the world. Yeah. So like Sabrina suggested actually a couple to me, but one that she suggested I thought was actually really good. So this was all of her idea and I picked two of my own. Um, and so Brooklyn Defender Services, um, which does a lot of legal aid stuff in New York, but right now what they're doing to do is raise money to donate uh to get lightweight clothing for prisoners in Rikers prison because there's no AC. And I mean, as hot as it gets in Texas and stuff, like in trapped in a little box with no AC is awful. So if you think that's a cause that you would like to donate to, you can go to bit.ly slash hot on Rikers, R-I-K-E-R-S. Um, and then I picked two. Uh, theokraproject.com, you probably have heard about it. It's um, dedicated to making sure that black trans people get fed. <laughs> and as somebody who believes in the importance of food and... Oh, this is the one that um, 
Travis McElroy's been talking about. Yes, exactly. And they, they, they've gotten a lot of buzz um, through various chains and threads and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's basically, literally, they will just feed people for free if you are a black trans person and completely food insecure. Um, and I think that's an extremely, extremely important cause. And along those same lines, um, where I've put some of my money this month um, is my local food bank. Because as important as a lot of these causes are, we're also in the middle of a pandemic with 30%, 40% unemployment at this point in time. Um, the one in Denver said they're doing about 90% uh, more than their usual uh, service. And even 900%. Yeah. And I think the one in San Antonio is actually doing closer to like a thousand percent more. Yeah, than their actually, normal I remember, I remember yeah. Killian Castro talking about that. So if you have some extra money, food banks more actually appreciate money than anything else. So food banks are a great place to donate to right now. If you can. Uh, my two were the national bailout. Um, national bailout is a, um, black organized and black led, uh, bail fund that is available nationwide. And also the Texas civil rights project, which is Texas based and is, um, uh, basically like the ACLU, but, um, for Texas, it's a, they, they handle lawsuits, um, victims rights, that kind of thing, um, for, uh, Texas and, it's uh, occupants. I don't know where I was going with that sentence. <laughs> uh, just to read the links again. Um, the oh, right. So National Bailout is nationalbailout.org. And Texas Civil Rights is txcivilrights.org. Yay. So if you have a little bit of money to spare, we'd appreciate it if you throw it to some good causes. And we will also be putting these uh, links in the description of the podcast and also in our tweets. Yay. And if you guys have any ideas of, or any local causes you want to support or talk about, um, feel free to share those with us and we'll retweet them. Mm-hmm. And that's all we have for you today. Yay! Yay! Yeah, longest podcast ever. It have isn't. Fun. It isn't. It's shorter than the oh, last one. Not. Wow, we really sped through those questions. We did speed through those questions a little bit. Now, see, I could have taken longer talking about Infinity War. <laughs> dare you cut me off i had so many more things to say <laughs> well if you want to say those or find find out more of Marin's opinions you can find us on social media i'm at classlicity listen i have tweeted so much about the mcu if people don't follow me <laughs> or if people do follow me they already know uh it is at marinish and our official twitter is at deep heart hockey and if you have a longer question comment or your own opinion on affinity war you can email us at deepharthockey at gmail.com and you can find our official blog at deepharthockey.wordpress.com. Bye! Adios! Amigos. My friends. All right, stop. Goodbye. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Shit. Four, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, what comes next? Let's do that again. <laughs> yes, let's do that again. <laughs>